welcome to the Livoni and Sarah podcast where we chat weight loss, health, well-being and share our stories to help and inspire others. I'm Livoni and I'm Sarah and on today's episode Stop the Diet Obsession, Livoni and I discuss how to make the weight loss path more of an enjoyable stroll rather than a harrowing climb at rocky jagged terrain. We're discussing how healthy and doable lifestyle changes versus obsessing and stressing about what you should be doing can have long-reaching positive effects, setting you up for triumph. Before we launch into this episode, let's have a quick catch-up on the past week. Livoni, what was your goal? Remind us, how have you got on? My goal was uh, food prep. I think that was it. It was. And I did do that. I made four things. Um, One of them I really liked. I mean, everything was nice, but then it got to eating them, and I'm like, no, I don't feel like this. So what I did was... Um, wasted a bit which is not good but um, I had stuff in the freezer that I'd made in summer and that was was good having it so last night I cooked some shrimp some beautiful big tiger prawns in um, a tomato sauce and just made a big salad with it so I did do the prep but then on another note I have to share this yeah in the last in last week I lost 8.6 pounds. I was like, in a week. My God. I know. Yeah. That's really great. Crazy, hey? Yeah. Can you feel it in yourself? No, can't feel it. Actually, I lie. I was trying some clothes on, things that I might, may not want to take home with me. Mm -hmm. And um, a couple of things I put on, I was like, "Hmm, this looks better than the last time I tried it on. Okay. But, you know, still fat. But it's a start getting there. <laughs> okay, well, the phrase have... I prefer to use is overweight. <laughs> no, I'll just call it what it is, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be bad. You know, fat on bacon, yummy. Well, that's true. <laughs> just put yourself in a sandwich and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, you had a big week. I do share with everybody. I've got two exciting bits of information uh-huh. to share. Uh, the first about me... <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm just joking. I'm very <laughs> phlegmy today. Oh no. No, I really am checking. Okay. It's the excitement of it all, if only. Right. Uh, again. It's going to make my eyes water. Look at that. Um, I'm not crying. So my She's first crying bit, because I it's am. quite emotional. It's emotional. Well, both things are emotional. Uh, the first part was I've been signed off, hurrah, by my consultant to drive. Oh, my goodness. So I have. I love that you put that one first. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Me first. Yes. Um, so That's much fantastic. So I was, it was like I was in a movie when I went out. So I basically got the sign off at 12 o'clock. And by three o'clock, I was in the car driving to the town. <laughs> driving <right>? to Scotland. Off <laughs> I like, oh, okay. And um. I got into the, uh, it's a really small little town where I live, got into the town centre and there's one space left for parallel parking. I'm quite good at parallel parking. I don't mind saying that because it's not much I put myself up there with. Yeah. And I was like, no problem. And I went in and oh my gosh, it was sweet ass. You know, yeah. And I stopped the car and out loud to myself, I said, and she's back. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so good to see. Was... Don't you don't you think when you park? No, this is what I think. When I have to do a parallel park, and granted, I have to do it on the opposite side of the road to what I learned. Yeah. 
But when you get it, when you nail it, nobody's around to I see know, it. Like, hope everyone's and when that. you fluff it, it's like everyone's people are watching. standing right there or sitting in the cafe watching as you're trying to do it. And you think, okay, normally I can do this. Normally I can I'm do good. this. Don't worry. Yeah. Yes. But I did feel like I was back, like, as in, okay. Yeah. So, but not doing this. This is my first right. time back. So it was like I was in a movie. And she's back. Well done. <laughs> So good to my, do like you know give yourself know. that and then I laughed at myself so Rob. that was also good right um, right good so that's you. my first bit of news and my second bit of news is my son was and I know we've spoken about this lots over the last year but my son was boxing in a <laughs> national final on Sunday in London in London so yes. he had a very early start he went up with his coaches um the rest of us went up independently afterwards and Livoni, I'm gonna oh my gosh you've seen the photo of his opponent when we got there and I saw who he had to fight my stomach was just on the floor so I'm that not is, sure about this at all <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how he, he was um so he was 12 years older than my son because my son's only just qualified for the senior um championships and he was nearly four stone heavier his arms were like the size of my thighs they were the most it's not I'm not exaggerating they were enormous everyone in the room was just jaw on the floor thinking I'm not sure how this is going to pan out because he was huge anyway so my son went in he got pretty hit up in the first few opening seconds and I just thought I'm gonna have to charge in there and just go stop in a minute clearly I'd never do that just in case my son's listening don't worry yes it's not going to show you up but um and he got a standing count so that, that moment of thinking oh my gosh is he all right is he okay and I can't tell you the sense of pride that I have in that young ah. man because he came out quite literally fighting like from a moment yeah. of being c- counting stood there he came out like a lion and absolutely went for it yeah um I'll cut it down short now but the whole place was screaming his name I mean people that he didn't know was just it was shouting. awesome it was yeah. awesome I wasn't uh, there but Sarah sent me the videos to watch with me yeah. screaming a lot oh, in the background so hilarious <laughs> Oh, so hilarious and I was and shaking I was, and I was oh, like trying I not to shake because they're the holding my phone and I was like oh goodness me so but, say so what's so what did he win so, so tell he us is now I'm going to get this right I've written it down because I don't want to get it wrong he is now the C, the ABA which is the amateur boxing association senior novice super heavyweight champion the national champion national so, my god that's I'm amazing very very, yeah, very so proud. proud of him and yeah. actually, genuinely, regardless of what the outcome would have been at the end of that, the right. of, of what he did on that day, yeah. I was so proud of him. And then to get the win was just like the icing on the cake. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. The whole place erupted. Um, But even many times this week, there's been times when I've just thought, oh, I feel nervous about something or a bit challenged. And I've genuinely gone back and thought, if he can do that on Sunday, he must you know the nerves he has to have felt then I can certainly get on with what I need to do now yeah right to that so um because he hasn't been doing it for that long and this that particular class that he's in yeah um like the oh the senior one um he only turned 18 in August, so he yeah, hasn't yeah. been in that one for no, long. Literally a couple of months yeah. and um and boxing in general, he's only been only doing for two years. So yeah. 
That's amazing. Um, Just shows what? Perseverance and, um, you know, just small steps. And I asked him about it. I said, you know, were you scared? Were you nervous? And he said, it's what I've been training to do, mum. That's interesting, isn't it? You know, it's like we've talked about before. When you've got the knowledge, when you've done the work, that's you know, um, you know that gives you confidence of course you've got nerves and you know his coaches were talking through that and saying you know the first round this is all about you now you've got to you know and talk to him through everything but I thought that was really interesting as well he said this is what I've been training to do and yeah and so that then kind of I love that it was like a rocky movie Livoni honestly yes everyone was just like yay (laughs) and if anybody wants um to hire Sarah for um (laughs) you know like moral support and motivation <laughs> at anything you're doing she is available she's very good and very loud very <laughs> very loud and yes. very passionate yes yeah well that's so. the thing there was only at that point technically only three of us there to support him you know you just sort of think you've got to try and make yourself heard which I clearly did but oh, Sarah you've got it for 30 you're good <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that the whole room was going to start shouting his name. So I was like, oh. yes, right. Yeah, so, that, that, yeah, that's like a goosebump moment, right? So, there. yes, that's my two bits of massive news. I'm now yeah. able to drive, which means that my next little stages of, of uh, recovery are in full swing. And my son has absolutely excelled himself. And I'm yes. proud. And I now have yes. a national champion on my hands. So. Well done. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be hard to top. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'd be interesting, isn't it? It's like next. That's the, and that's the same with what we're doing, isn't it? You you get an achievement, you do something, you go, okay, now next. You, know, you can't just yeah. sit sit on that, can you? Sit, you can't that. sit on your laurels. No, yeah. Yeah. That's like that's what I kept thinking. So the old me would have mm-hmm. gone, Oh, I've lost eight point six pounds. I'm just gonna do whatever. Mm-hmm. And the new and improved me is like, no, I'm gonna have another loss this week. Yeah. No matter, I don't expect to have that big a loss. But just even if it's just a pound, you know, just to keep pushing forward, small steps, right? Yeah. So um, obsession and obsession about dieting is, uh, I think, I think we've all been there. And I certainly live in a nation of it here in the US. But, um, you know, the word obsession, and most people know this, means an idea or thought that continually preoccupies or intrudes on a person's mind, like a fixation. Mm-hmm. But I think the word obsession definitely has negative connotations, doesn't it? Yeah, and it does. I am a firm believer in that you bring about what you think about, you bring about. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly obsessing about it, yeah, and about like in a negative way, because it, I know my thoughts have always been up until recently negative about right. it. So you're just bringing more of that same on, more of what you're struggling with Mm -hmm. and if you think it's a struggle it's really going to be a struggle yeah you know the more that you worry and stress over something the more power that you give it hey I think uh, the obsession doesn't and and this is the other thing I read is it may or may not be an uncomfortable experience so there is there is also the potential to obsess in a positive way in as far as it's not something that you're thinking is a trouble so you know it's not Hmm. thinking obsessing over the fact that oh my gosh I've got to lose weight oh my gosh I've got to do this right you can still allow the the 
changes that you're making to overtake you too which is not a great thing either it's, no you know, it doesn't have to be a negative thing that you're obsessing over mm-hmm. the obsession itself is the thing that we need to get a grasp of um right if it's a positive obsession if that's making any sense of what i'm trying to say What's, do you, see what you I mean? mean positive as in the losing weight perspective because some people then obsess about yes exercise or obsess yes. about oh I can't eat one mouthful of cake food or which yeah. takes all the joy out of it and at some stage you crash when yeah. you get like that I well, think it's not healthy is it's it? not no. sustainable and it's certainly not healthy that that I should be doing this you know that sh- that whole should need yeah well I made a little negative. list of the things that I would see as the negatives within obsession with regards to food and I thought well there's there's always always thinking about it and planning like there's mm-hmm. no way that you would just naturally flow into perhaps going out for a meal you've had to pre-plan everything um strict strict calorie counting down to the point of saying I can't have you know 10 calories over or something like that right. now there's there's some value in in counting your calories I understand that but also you know, if you're obsessive about it, that's not healthy too. No. Um, constant checking in with your scales and your weight. Um, now there's there's something to be said about keeping track of where you are and the progress. Yes. And you know, once a week is is plenty. Maybe some people that's do once what a do. month, whatever. But constantly checking that is not is not good. That's an you know can become an obsession mm-hmm. as well. And as you just described, then the whole obsession with good foods, bad foods, or right. I can't have that because it's a bad food. I must yes. have this because it, that can become obsessive too. So those were some of the examples that I thought I'd put together to illustrate what obsession around food mm-hmm. could look like um, in a negative way. For me, this is something that I have done and I know that other people would have too. Um, you know, I, I go on a diet, right? Yep. And, you know, I'm on it for four hours, which is generally how long I last. <laughs> and then and then I see uh, something on, you know, on social media where somebody's lost 100 pounds. And I think, oh, what are they doing? I need to do mm. that too. So I kibosh what I was doing and all the food I bought for that. And I think, okay, well, I'll start doing what they're doing tomorrow. Meanwhile, I'm just going to, you know, whatever. Yeah live it up today and tomorrow comes and I think oh can't have bread or any carbs now it feels like deprivation and I'm not going to do that either so it's Mm -hmm. a vicious circle but what do you think drives you to then I mean obviously it's totally understandable if you see someone's had this great achievement but is that not because the obsession is with the with the number, with the weight that you've got to lose rather oh. than the, the health journey. Because if you could then, oh, God, the mindset, then yes, right yeah. Because, and you know, and I think too, we live in a world of quick fixes. Yes, yeah. everything's got to be done. Um, yeah, we're patience and discipline. They're like really not longer, no longer encouraged. No. And I mean, that truly is, once I resigned myself to the fact, and let me tell you, this is a, this is a new thing. This isn't something that I've been doing, um, that it was going to take some time and that, you know, a year from now mm-hmm. or whatever, I may or may not be where I want to be. But, you know, it's a good year of investment or more. But as long as you're better in a year's time than you were than a I year am ago, now. then that's a, yeah. that's a win. Right. Yeah. But 
rather than quick fixes there 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 is none it, it has to be you know just building on routine which is what I'm trying to do and not obsessing mm-hmm. about it really um or discouragement like if you don't you know if you hop on the scales and you don't have a loss which is what happened to me a couple of weeks in a row and I was like oh and normally the old me would have gone, oh, fuck it. Yeah. You know, I'll start again some other time. <clears throat> the new me went, fuck you. I'm doing this. Yeah. And I just kept pushing forward. And I didn't do anything over the top. And I didn't obsess about it because, well, it doesn't happen. So I just figure instead of obsessing about every calorie, I'm just focusing on building small yeah. doable goals because that works. I know it works because that's what, well, yeah. you know, that's what works for that's me. That's what we've been talking yeah. about and we know it right. exactly. And being realistic. So mm-hmm. um, because quick fixes, as we know, don't work. And the only change that will last is incremental changes. So don't wake up tomorrow and think I'm going to change everything. Just small changes. And each of just set goals. small improvements. I think that's the thing. If you can set yes. small improvements, small improvements, then you'll get there. Right. Um, there's one thing that I wanted to actually touch on, which I think is really important to acknowledge, really, is the fact that it's not a trivial thing going down the route of becoming obsessed by something. It can lead to real difficulties, can't it? So I kind of yeah. made a, I don't know, a timeline, if you like. And on, on one side is you know, the lack of obsession, but yet still making a change that we want to do because obviously mm-hmm. you don't want to give up on everything. So what does that look like through to the other end, which is excessively obsessing and the things that that can then lead to, which in all honesty is um, eating disorders. If you, yes. you know, if you go down that route of being that obsessed, yeah, that's where it could end up. And I've, I've done, you know, a fair bit of sort of background onto this. So, um, just touching on that then so excessively obsessing I mean what does that look like I think that's guilt around food I think it's um unable to think of anything else so even a working day got something social to do you can't think of anything else other than you know the, the obsession with food um the control that that gives you or the lack of control both of those things can affect your mental well-being so being overly controlling with it or feel like you have no control at all with it both of those affect your mental health depriving yourself Mm -hmm. now whether that's even depriving yourself to extreme or even little because you know food is there to be enjoyed it's not something which is supposed to be used as a torture for you so you know that's another situation on the end of that the emotional turmoil that comes with it is is something which shouldn't be brushed under the carpet. You know, this is not something which is trivial for a lot of people. Um, and if you do find yourself right at that end of the spectrum, you know, it's you do need to go and speak to someone and get some help. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, within that, um, there's three defined or acknowledged sort of eating disorders if you are feeling yourself down at right at that end of the extreme of obsession so there's um, anorexia which is weight control by not eating enough or over exercising um bulimia which is losing control about how much you're eating and then taking drastic action to try and rectify that whether it's vomiting or taking laxatives or such mm. um or this binge eating disorder which is actually recognized within that 
within those um, uh, issues itself. And that is eating large portions of food until you feel unwell. Um, And I've, as I've talked about in the past, I found myself in that category in my sort of teenage years. So I I have experienced that. And there's, there's times when you can still feel yourself slipping into that, you know, for those different things. So it's a lot of hard work. There's, sorry, I think I'm wheezing. Excuse me. Um, Do you need my inhaler? I may do. Do you want to just chuck it on over? <laughs> I uh, thought I heard that. I think that was oh. me. I'm never weaving. Sorry, you've got to cut down to at least just a package. Well. <laughs> it's all the extras. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, did he you talk never answers me. My Siri is a, I've got it set to, sorry to interrupt, an oh. Irishman. And okay. I have my phone muted. But, and when I when I ask him a question, he goes, hmm. Like he's got this attitude or he just doesn't answer. And just suddenly out of the blue, he decides, oh, yes, what can I help you with? I'll do that Sorry. Now. That's okay. He wanted to be part of the whole he thing. He did. Um, the other interesting um, listing that they've got is an avoidant or restrictive food intake disorder, which is A-R-F-I-D. But that's when you really hyper obsess about certain foods and actually that's like a that's a whole different situation again um but the three then so the anorexia bulimia and binge eating disorder all of those are something which you have to seek medical advice over and some Mm -hmm. support and some help depending where you live there's a whole raft of support and help out there for people um here the nhs website has some additional support and that you know there's there's lists and lists of people so if you find yourself or even your own GP, you know, go and speak to your own doctor. If you find yourself right at the end of that excessive line, please do, you know, understand that there's help out there and it's not something that you should just try and ignore or feel ashamed about. Yes, you just need that's to generally need what happens. Help. Yeah, exactly. unless there's intervention involved. But there's also I mean, you know, that's the one extreme. There's also that middle ground, like you said, it's yeah. like a it's, you know, like a spectrum there where people obsess about okay so I'm going to go on holidays or vacation I need to lose 30 pounds and they start obsessing about it and what happens is they don't they tend to because now they're stressing and then they tend to put the weight on Mm -hmm. that's happened to me before many times it's the pressure and um, there's a psychiatrist here that talked about that and he has a book and he talked about it and said it's like one of the worst things to do. Mm-hmm. If you're on a plan and it's working for you, just stay on that. Yeah. Don't think, oh, I'm going to do something crazy, like, you know. Drastic, yeah. Just drastic because it will it'll just set you up for failure. But you know so. what? I think the reason that that can happen is because, again, the mindset around that is you tell yourself you're going to have a more enjoyable holiday if you're 30 pounds lighter. Right. Or you tell yourself that it will be successful. Your your business, your meeting will be successful if I look a certain way. Uh-huh. And what you're doing is attaching an end result to an event purely based on a number on your scales or your weight. If you att- attach the success of the event to how you're feeling when you're there because you've, you're working on yourself or you are stronger and you're fitter and you're healthier, not where you're going to want to end be. But you're mm-hmm. making that investment. And if you can change the mindset, I think that helps ease the obsession with that as well, isn't it? Because it takes the yep. pressure of it having to be a certain way for it to be okay on that day. 
because you know what you could be 30 pounds lighter and you'll get there and it still won't be how you think it's going to be because it's all in it's all how you've painted the picture for yourself anyway so I think that can be the catalyst for the obsession is how you think life is going to be when you get to that point I think this is this is what I have come to terms with is that um it's a little like grief in the mm-hmm. fact that it doesn't just go away it ebbs and flows right yeah. and so you just have to learn to come to to you have to make peace with to live it with it yeah and to live with it and i think it's the same with losing weight it's not you have to come and make you have to come to terms with and make peace with the fact it is going to be a slow process yeah and that is okay mm-hmm. that's okay because you want to build sustainable things this isn't something that you get on and you get off so <clears throat> excuse me oh gosh some of the things that I and I might have already said this um that I suggest that for people that will help them because it helps me don't say if you're going out somewhere or like you're know, going away for the holidays don't say I'm not going to eat such and such mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat cake I'm not going to drink alcohol for me what happens is now I've told myself I can't have something well then I want it well, even more I just yeah. think well no I just continue on with my healthy you know routines that I've set mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day it's just food yeah really and don't think it should, of it as food it, shouldn't be your main focus of the day you no. know it's you have to live your life and your life consists of you know, right. not not in this particular order but it consists of work family friends right hobbies fitness fun yeah food is something to be enjoyed and right. within that list but it isn't the only focus of your day it can't no. be because if it is mental health has to be it's a taken focus over too. exactly exactly <clears throat> because all this obsessing creates you know all this mess in your yeah. head um for me taking one day at a time helps a lot yes I'll plan meals out but just like okay today I'm going to deal with today because really that's all that you can deal with and that has helped me immensely it sounds so simple but it has building on routines definitely Mm. um and then just focusing on rather than what I can't have just focusing on a well-balanced diet yeah diet as in we eat a diet as in the food yeah as in the food yeah so I put that end of the spectrum for me from the being mindful you know the complete opposite from over obsessing exactly what she was saying there so making choices so this Mm -hmm. is the thing you have control over is the making of the choices enjoying your food enjoying your food just because it's supposed to be low calorie or it's supposed to be healthy or it's supposed to be all of these things. If you don't enjoy it, please don't eat it because it is, there is no no point. Um, You're investing in your health. You're investing in yourself. And that's worth remembering. It's, you know, there's, there's a social element to it as well. Go out, go out with friends, go out with family. Don't say, Oh, I can't because I'm on a diet or I'm, you know, counting what I'm eating. You have to build this into your lifestyle variety is really key 
don't yes. just stick to the one lunch that you know is absolutely fine that's that fits within this little band and then you eat yeah. the same thing over and over be gentle with yourself and remember it's guilt-free you know if some days don't work out the way that you thought they were going to well just pick it up and keep going you know there is right. no there's no guilt around this and I think all no. of those things like you said one day at a time helps release the pressure remove the obsession and what you're then doing is you don't need to obsess because you've turned it into a routine it's an automatic routine for yourself because you've created it as part of your lifestyle that's what success looks like for not mm-hmm. obsessing isn't it just and being consistent yeah whatever you're doing that is paramount is to be consistent yeah and I think to, to exercise in some capacity and I'm not necessarily saying for weight yeah. loss but you need to do, oh, I hate saying need to, if you can do some sort of dedicated exercise, it doesn't matter if you're moving around all day, but just dedicated time, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you can fit in to exercise because it is so good for your mind and for brain health too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just start small. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Drinking water helps me a lot. Yes a lot I put it in a jug I can't see what's in it so I don't know where the level is yeah I just know every time I walk through the kitchen and I see that jug I'm going to go over and have a glass of water maybe while I'm here I'll have two it makes a big difference it flushes the toxins out so drink water they're just simple things and don't and just don't obsess relax relax into it just relax like I said the more you stress and obsess over something the more power you give it yeah so no you've got this yeah we've got this right absolutely yeah just you know be patient for fuck's sake sorry (laughs) it's true (laughs) it's so true absolutely right it's so true all right what are you cooking this week sarah um, that was your goal for last week. Sorry, I'm shuffling papers around here. Your goal for last week was you're going to do some food prep. Did you do any? I know you had a busy. You've had a busy. Yeah, time. I didn't really. I didn't no, really hit okay. my target much. Um, it felt a bit upside down the whole week. Oh but, God, yeah, right. Um, what I have done is I've been um doing some home cooking. So I've been trying some things out for Christmas. I've made some sausage rolls. Mm. Um, but I took. Oh the, my God. Yeah. I took the traditional recipe. And I tried to take some of the things that we've talked about and things that you've sort of taught me, et cetera, and added in some nutrient dense options into it. So within the flour, yeah, well, just within the flour, even I swapped out and put some spout flour in instead of, so just a third of it, I made a third of it spout and the rest of it just because otherwise the puff pastry wasn't going to work, but things like that. I've been adding in things that I know. Did you make your own pastry? Sarah! Hi. I'm so impressed. I made God. puff pastry for the first time Even ever. I don't make puff pastry. Yeah. yeah. And so I did, did it, it work? Spelt. It did, yeah. And you changed the flour in it. Very impressive. Sorry to interrupt you there. So, um, yes, yeah, so I've been doing some things like that, and I'm going to keep doing some more of that this week just to try some different things making some different see if I can make some swapping in some alternatives and just see if I can make them a little bit more nutrient benefit. Right. Yeah, just add a few veggies in there. Yeah. Here and there. That sounds good. I added cranberries to the sausage meat. Oh, that was good. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like dried cranberries? Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, because the other swelled. The yeah. Raw ones are just it's like eating um the seeds of grapes, lots of tannin, which uh, I'm sure is good no, for you. No, no, the dried anyway. ones, yeah. Um, we're not doing goals this week because we're doing back to back episodes because I'm going to Australia. You're so, going on um, a holiday. I'm going on a holiday. <laughs> so we aren't talking about our goals. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully the next episode yeah. I'll get rid of this. I thought it had gone away until last night oh. and then it all started again. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, lovely. Lovely. It's okay. You haven't to planned it yet. <laughs> the whole way through this. Um, next week we're talking inflammation, um, which is so much more than achy joints. We discuss what inflammation is, how it affects the body, what foods may help, what foods hinder, and other things that may decrease inflammation. And just basically talking about things that uh, people may not know about it. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Um, they, you know, they really should because it can create cancer, yeah. heart disease, things like that. Yeah, so, I know, lots. Uh, listen into it. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Visit our website, lavoniansarah.com, for more on each episode and some delicious recipes. Find links in the notes below to connect with us on Instagram and uh, apparently LinkedIn. And uh, <laughs> give us a follow. I just, I just found, found out. that out today. Sarah, Sarah, I think she told me a long time ago, but I forgot. Um, we're now on YouTube, so you can watch us as well as listen to us. And we'd really appreciate it if you subscribe, maybe share it with some other people that you know. Um, any takeaways for this episode, Sarah, for people? Uh, What's your one takeaway? Well, particularly with, with Christmas coming up, I think that's that is just relax into it. You know what? You don't have to be all or nothing. Don't abandon everything, but just relax and don't obsess with it having to be a certain way. That's my takeaway. Like, like my little piece of advice that I had last week was if you have, you know, champagne, like yes. we do for breakfast, I don't don't have orange juice in it. Yeah, just make some simple swaps. Just because, I mean, I don't, I'm serious about that. It does yeah. sound funny, but it has a lot, even the fresh stuff. It's it's a lot of sugar. You're better off just have a glass of champagne and eat the orange. But just still enjoy it. Like that. Enjoy it. You know, if you have some fruit cake, which I'm going to have because my sister's making one, I'm just going to have a little piece with a cup of tea. Yes, and enjoy it rather than just standing. Please, everybody. At the sink. Enjoy in the it. kitchen and enjoy then don't it. hide later on and stuff it into your mouth no. because you couldn't resist it and it's just it's just toxic so just enjoy it and you know maybe just up the exercise a bit that's yeah. what i'm planning go for a walk uh-huh yeah going for a walk just doing a little bit more exercise to combat um you know any yeah excess because i know i'm not going to go home and not eat it's not but it's and i'm not going to obsess about it I am, however, going to eat a lot of seafood, so which is, you know, good, good for your brain. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Thank we you. Will See catch you next you in time. the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. P.S. Um, Sarah has the cutest uh, sweater on. Jumper Look, on. I didn't show Look. everybody, and it goes all the way around my back. I have to have a pish cushion, pushin? cushion, for my cushion, cushion. But yeah, anyway, we were like, "Oh my god, we you forgot, didn't show we forgot." Your jumper. <laughs> she has a little miniature um, Dasham Daxon, yeah, yeah, who's the sweetest little thing. But isn't that that is so cute? We forgot Very to say, cute. and you've got your um, anyway. your snowflake. I've dress got my snowflakey thing on. Yes. Yeah.
Yeah, anyway, yeah. that was it. We okay, thought we just that was bye. it. We're <laughs> doing a little Christmas, Christmas cheer. Bye. bye.